I want to like, suggest this. I don't know if it sounds too too rigid. Um, rigid. If we can come up with like a group of. I don't want to do that, Dan. Okay. I'm um, standing <laughs> against this. <laughs> sounds way too rigid. What did you want to say? Um. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 86. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Macro. And joining me today, two depressed deck swabbers who never hesitate to scare a seagull off their perch. Dave Grimma. <laughs> That's me. And Dick Colonna. Did you have to use depressed to make your alliteration work? Well, I liked the idea of a deck swabber. And I was like, what goes with deck, sob- deck swabber it relates to the game? Depression. What makes you sad? <laughs> deck swabbing. That's what. I'm going to use it. Well, hi, so I'm Dan. what is the idea? Like, I don't know much about, like, ship life. <laughs> I, really? I can, I'm surprised. I, I, I'm actually thrown way off course by this conversation. And You're not? What is the purpose of deck swabbing? Is it just because, like, is it because the ship is wood and if you let the wood dry, it'll rot? Maybe it's or like slip. a yeah, like a salt thing with all those. You don't want, you don't want to water. slip, I I'm imagine. Just, I'm, I'm like, I, do you think swabbing the deck has to do with, like, keeping the wood good for the chip or do you think it has to do more with like falling i think it's more falling swab look that up dad but as dad looks that up we're talking about swab index and depression because we played sea of solitude by uh joe my games published by electronic arts america's favorite corporation everyone did you notice mark that that you you (sighs) pick that you pick these mental illness games what are you trying to say, Dave? I think no, he, I, I think mean, like... You pick games that challenge... Um, I'm not trying to say anything. I'm just trying to say that, like, that, like how much of... Have, like, out of the mental illness games that we've played, Hellblade, Sea of Hellblade. Solitude... Hellblade wasn't and, mine. Was it mine? Oh, was it was mine. No. no. It had no, to be yours. It was mine. It, it's a definite mark. It's got a mark on it. I think mark. It's, a, it's the best game you've ever picked. Whoa. I That's, mean, thanks? Uh, <laughs> It's a good game. It's a, good it's a great game. game. I love it. I got, I got, I got news. You got news? It, it's because Update. of seaweed, Dave. It's because of seaweed. Makes huh? sense. So seaweed you, winds up on the ship's on the deck ship's because deck. of the water. So they. So they're they sweeping the deck. They're not swabbing. Well, they, no, they, no I mean, but they use like a mop, right? Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. Get, a, aren't you a shipman? Don't you know? But what do you Mark? use a, a broom to get the seaweed no, off? Yeah, I mean, broom, mop, you know. They also mop get the is water more for up. cleaning the texture. It's usually accomplished by using mops. That's that's what it says. Maybe because it would like stick and dry out, so you gotta wet it. Hey man, to get it why out. do yeah, sailors maybe. mop the deck? I'm gonna just read Listener, it. Listener, if you're a sailor, right. I need it to know this. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> Please reach yes. out to us. Oh wait, I like dead. how Google works sometimes because it started me in the middle of a paragraph. Also, salt also. water prevents the rot caused by rain. Dave there got that. There it is. Got in it. wooden ships. And boats, sanding and scrubbing wooden decks has to be done across the planks or it creates a railway track effect. Mm, wow, so this is railway track not effects. only why, but how. Gosh, it's so informational, this episode. Uh, dude, we're getting, <laughs> well, it, it makes sense. See, see water, we're, we're here. We're here. We're out here. Well, Talk about water. Speaking of water, a man who's made of mostly water, Dave, how are you, That's right, sir? He is. <laughs> it's like that Tom Green joke at- from a long time ago, where you're talking about swimming, swimming across, um, one of the Great Lakes, and he was like, "Since my body is seventy percent water, only thirty percent of me will have to swim." <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad logic. It's not bad at all. 
I should try to tell that to Nell next time we're in a bowl because sometimes she just like (laughs) hates water. I'm like, you're mostly water. What are you getting into water? You should be afraid of yourself. I Mm. say that. I think it's going to be something that Natalie hates me for because anytime like uh, we're giving them baths and she gets water in her eye, I'm like, whatever, your your eyeball is mostly water. It's it's practically a fishbowl in there. (laughs) Uh, but anything going on with you, Dave? Any any interesting thoughts? Anything embarrassing? No, no, not really. I'm a, I mean, you know, I'm still playing all the same games, and like, I'm just, I'm looking for, I'm getting kind of bored. So I'm like, besides what? our podcast games, I'm really? like, I'm like, I'm really looking for, I don't know, maybe I jump into some like Netflix show or something. Yeah, I know, I've heard the Castlevania is good. <laughs> my, my ride's here. <laughs> we gotta go. What the Peace hell? Out. <laughs> was that you, Dan? That's like yeah. in my... That was like in it the has den. To be. I felt like... <laughs> the car has burst through your living room. <laughs> and now you have to put it in because it's... Yeah. Oh, we gotta pick it in. Of oh, course. Yeah. But um, I was thinking about picking up the Castlevania um, Netflix series. Just to it's a, it's good. I've heard if very good things. Yeah. It's just, you know, buckle up. It's it's a ride. Oh, interesting. It's a ride. It's a ride. It's gonna take you for ride. a ride. Dave, are you gonna play? I, I want to know about. Are because I know I'm in on Death Stranding. Dan is so into Death Stranding. Are you yeah. into Death Stranding? I feel like you're lukewarm. I'm. I have no. I have no interest in it at this point. He's been done with Kojima since Metal Gear Solid Three. I would. Really? Say, yeah. Right? I am. I did. Four was okay. I like yeah, four. That's what I mean. Like he hasn't been excited. I think they three. As far as I know, with the, I'm just saying this for you. Tell me when I'm wrong. Three was so good. Three is that the pinnacle. He can't top it for any game. He makes. It's not a. You know, if you really take gameplay, like how what is age? I guarantee you, like if you played them all now, three is probably the pinnacle. I mean, three is a great game. Three is really. It's good. got the camo. It's. Got I love the, the story oh. of one, but the gameplay probably doesn't hold up. Yeah. Unless you play oh, like, but uh, but Twin, Twin Snakes, Snakes is dope. Yeah. Is oh. What if Death Stranding is Metal Gear Six? I think that's the joke. Is it? That's that's not only the joke, but it's also like I thought it was also are... Silent Hills and other things. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna be. I don't know what it's gonna be. Now. I mean, it's just so weird. It's so weird. Like it from will... all the from all the trailers that we've seen, like with like the baby and like the thumbs up and all that stuff. Like that's why you're. It's not, just you're not... so weird. You're it's not gonna so die weird now. on purpose. Yeah, yeah but that doesn't gonna... that doesn't like. That's not a draw to you. Yeah. Don't oh, weird. Don't try to weird me out into playing your game. Like, yeah. It's like I'm. I'm gonna be so weird that you want to try and figure me out. I'm like you've. You've gotten me to a point where like I am just. I'm good. Be coherent. I don't know. Yeah. Get, oh, yeah, well, I guarantee it's you know, gonna be totally coherent. It's gonna. It's make gonna no be. Sense. It's gonna make sense yeah. as a game. It's not gonna make sense as a story. I'll I'll wait. I'll wait until like people are like, "This is amazing," and I'll probably jump people. on board. Dan and Mark. Yeah. Dan and Mark will be all over that November eighth. We're gonna be We're gonna... texting back and forth. Dan, have you seen the giant? Stream but... every moment of Death Stranding. Do you want Stranding. me to play Death Stranding on stream? That works out. And I will always be there. Okay, there I'll play is. Death Stranding on stream. I hear me now and believe me later. I will play Death Stranding <laughs> on stream. That's that's perfect. Well, besides streaming, Dan. Well, I guess you could talk about streaming. No, I mean, How are you, Dan? Pretty much, that was pretty much. I've gotten myself into a wonderful little schedule, which mm. this podcast is a huge part of. Um, Not the hugest streaming. part, though. You've no, made, like, uh, it's, it's <laughs> no, but it's definitely 
my most comfortable part. This is like my home of Aww, creation. I come funny. here to make the content I am happiest to make. Not that I don't like streaming, but right now this is my favorite thing to put together. Um, it's right in the middle of my week too. But I've been streaming Tuesdays and Thursdays and Saturdays. And I'm finally realizing that people don't like watching multiple games uh, too often. Like you got to like give them a little consistency. So I'm playing mm. Resident Evil 2 um, like. to, to your elation, Mark. And stream, not stream, this game is awesome. Isn't no, it? Resident Evil 2. It's so yeah, good. The atmosphere is beautiful. And by beautiful, it's creepy. But I'm, it's like so solid like it's just i feel so in the game when i'm playing it i feel like yeah this is it's like there's no i can't see that many graphical issues like it's just everything feels like it belongs together in the same game and the story's fine and the and it's like and, totally like a great it feels like resident evil 2 it that's the weirdest thing Isn't it feels it? like resident <laughs> evil 2 and not it, it just does it's like it's and it's totally like things are laid out differently the story is the same but like the puzzles are different and it's fun. It's fun. And I feel like the I feel like the replayability thing is there. Like that was a huge part of Resident Evil one through three, I think, mm. is wanting to play the game again and different uh, ways they reward you for playing it again. That's the one thing I thought was actually a little disappointing when you do the is, B route. Yeah. It's oh, not oh. As dramatically so different. Explain to me what you mean by B route, because I know there's Leon and Claire's route. Yeah, so like you pick, or you're doing Claire right now, and like Claire after a? you beat, yeah, so you're doing Claire okay. A. So then when Got you're it. done with Claire A, you could do Leon B. Leon oh, okay. B is alleged. Uh, it's allegedly supposed to be what what Leon was doing while Claire A was happening. Right, but so there's two different stories in the game essentially. It's just the same story, but for, allegedly from a different perspective. But what actually kind of upset me about it was, it sort of tries to do that, but then it's like, eh, now we're just going to make you do the same things. But so, isn't Leon A Claire A at the same time? Like, isn't yeah, that... so like that? I think canon wise, I think it's supposed to be I assume Claire like... A Leon B. I think it's canon. But but what you kind of like so. You know that when you first encounter Leon outside the fence? Yeah. That's where his story starts. Got it. But then okay, you end weird. up doing you're gonna you'll see when you get there, like you end up actually doing a lot of the same sections of puzzles that she what, did. In the in the A's or in the B? In the B. So it's like it doesn't make sense why if Claire did this in A, why would I have to why do would this you in be B? Following her. So that's like the only Maybe eh. it's a um, misconception. Maybe maybe Leon A goes with Claire A. I thought that would be the case. And right? I, I, like, I I did Leon A Claire B. And just from like reading it it's they they have their sections which are things that are very specific to them, but then there are sections yeah. like both characters do that. As long as okay. they both don't do the same like hero moments, like it's uh. does that happen? It's not that the same hero moments, but you'll be in the same areas doing the same puzzles. It's mm. like, oh, I, I did this with the other. So you're saying they didn't make two different games? It's not dramatically different. I, I and, see. And what I think, what, and I may be misremembering this. Why do I have to go get the same key to open the same door? Right. Exactly. Right. Right. And I feel like in the original, in the original, it was more different than this. It, but that I, I might, might be, be your. That kid brain it's possible wanting it to be and now yeah, you see you know. it for what it is mm. but it's still like probably i think i think you could say it's the best remake of a game ever i'll say so of, of any game i've played this feels it does a good job until final fantasy 7 comes out uh, uh. oh actually real quick i just i'm just curious this because 
Dave's gonna take this year in fantasy critics. It's, it's pretty... no, he's not. Yes, it is. It's got. Gonna... <laughs> I mean, um, it's actually. Not even you know what's close. funny too? I was actually looking at it the other day. There's a possibility, Dan. You pass me. Yeah, I said that to you like I a was, couple months I ago. I scoffed at the idea, but no. That, don't you dare ever count me out. Well, because so. you have like games that are just zeros, but now I think more of your games are gonna be end up coming out than yeah. mine. So it's possible. Because Mark has like five games that are have absolutely no chance of coming out. Yeah. And Dan, I, most I, of your games are going to come out. I know a lot I'm of... Looking, you only, you only have one that's not coming out. Um, I'm looking right I think, now. I, think, I don't think I'm going to hit my projected points, though. I don't think all my games are coming out. I got to say, we all no. did a great, name, a great job naming our teams. It was very it was solid, I would think. Dave Oliver Digital and Macro Studios. And and we got to keep those things. But next I'm year, good. when we do this again, the obvious top three picks... I'm just Almost curious three. to see the obvious top three: Last of Us Part Two, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Cyberpunk. Who's oh yeah, Phoenix ta- Point's coming out, dude. Yeah, I actually like. I tell you, I think you have a chance to pass me. It's possible. And Killer Queen, dude. Pokemon's Mark. I'm getting you. You're, you're probably you. getting me. Doesn't matter. But you know what, Mark? Me. You win because you got 69 points total. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at all the world not releases on you. Oh, you did not look ahead. It, no, but I mean, a lot of those games were, you know, projected. Yeah. They should come out this year. It didn't work out. Well, um, a bunch know. of mine still don't have release dates, so I'm I'm nervous that I'm not going to hit anywhere near my projected points. No, you're still, not. I, I I'm I still not like catchable. Besides Death Stranding, I don't. There is a possibility nothing else comes out. Yeah. And but you still have that pick in your pocket. You but just... I don't want to use it because I want to. I want to lose due to um. What is the term? Arrogance. We'll say. Arrogance. <laughs> what is the By term? Your arrogance. arrogance. That's pretty funny. Um, I want to give you the outside chance of, of catching me just by, due to my own hubris. Spe- speaking, speaking of hubris, Mark, how, how would you... Oh, okay. I, see what I, I don't know. I just I usually just use the last word. And... Usually. And it was, I was about to criticize you for that, but literally do the same thing. Like, oh, made of water, Dave. Um, I have two updates. One I'm very proud of. Um, I don't know if you guys remember. About a year and a half ago, there was an announcement that you can now earn points for trophies with Sony rewards. And I was like, Whoa, also oh you my might, God, I'm you can, doing this. So, you can make money. Yeah, so basically the way it works is there's just these, th- like, I think it's you earn 100 silvers, you get some points, you earn, I think it's like 50 golds and 10 platinums, you can get points. And so I signed up for it. I had it attached to my account. It's like free. And then I got an email, I think like three months ago, saying... They're discontinuing it. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. It was fun while it lasted. Yeah, well, they looked at what they would have owed you. And well, they were like, well, you know I, what? I still <laughs> earn those points, but starting by the time this podcast comes out, I think it's going to be over officially. Okay. So in about a year and a half, I earned $30 in PlayStation dollars. Feel Dude, pretty good about and, it. And your parents said you would never make a living they playing say, video games. Oh, you can't get to ten thousand, and I showed you, them. You could pay all your bills with that money, Mark. <laughs> but it's cool, you know. It's just from playing when I normally would never say that. He'd be like, "Ah, you're playing the video games." <laughs> that is exactly what my parents said. <laughs> <laughs> you're still doing that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so thirty dollars in my pocket. Played uh, paid for a concrete genie, which I'm happy about. Um, just for doing what I normally do. And then the other update, I platinumed Darksiders three which was on my backlog forever. And hey, you've been playing the game for a while now. Yeah, it, it took me probably, it's, I don't know how many hours. It was a li- because I, I had to do a little grinding at the end to get to over the hump to get the platinum. But it was on my backlog, and then it was free on PlayStation Plus. So I was like, all right, it's time to do it. 
Um, really a mediocre series, like always. Um, like it is such a weird arc. Like I liked, I platinum the first one, and it was kind of like a Zelda like where, or I guess even more Metroidvania where you have like these temple dungeon areas. You get a power that unlocks different areas on the map, so you can go there. Um, the second one I ended up playing, and that was more like Diablo. I think Dan, you played it, the one where you're death. Darksiders 2 is like Zelda. It's not like Diablo at all. There's oh. a loot system, but it's it, gameplay-wise. If you want to say that getting loot makes a game like Diablo, then yeah, sure. Right. But it's more like Zelda. So yeah, I never I never played that one, but then the new one that came out where you're the, the next horseman, Fury. This was kind of like Dark Souls, where it still uh, kind of plays the same, but you, you die, kill enemies. You everything? No, that's what's actually funny about it. It's like you or kill enemies you get souls and use the souls to like level up stats but then when you die their souls are you lose everything and it stays there and then as you're going towards your souls they stay on the map so if you die on the way to it it doesn't matter but now there's a second one oh so you never so it's just to get is back there ever to a chance when you can lose it all like maybe because like, you turn the on... game off no, I don't think so. Like I played on the highest difficulty. You'd be guys so proud of me. I played on. Well, there's a there's right. see the hard bros. There he is. No, I, I hated it baptized. actually. I think it made the oh. game less fun. But um, he's he, he it was a mistake <laughs> for him to be a hard bro. Yeah, I'm not okay. a hard bro. I I like to just enjoy it. Well, but I I will add an addendum. Go on. Oh, but yeah, I was just gonna say it's not like great. I like the the tone and the the whole four horsemen thing. And in this one, you, you had to fight the seven deadly sins. So it's like the that's bosses cool. are all based actually, around. That's a really cool. Wait, how did they do Lust? That must have been like a real. You know, it's actually fight. funny because that's what I was thinking. It's like a, Lust is by far the worst. They, because of the obvious, like, oh, this is sexual. How are we going to show this? Was it a dude? If it was a dude, that'd be awesome. It was a girl. But it starts off with the speech of, well, Lust doesn't have to be about, you know, attraction. It could be just you're pining for anything. So literally. Like it was, money? Like greed yeah, again. So, like, they should have gone that route. Greed the, twice. Like all the other character decides were so much like the avarice or greed was like this goblin with this giant bag. He's like stealing stuff. Um, Sloth was this giant like bug who was like really fat and sitting on this throne and he had these other bugs mm. like carrying him around. But then that one was she was like this generic samurai looking warrior. It was really disappointing, actually. I wonder if they had like a bunch of stuff on the table. I wonder and too, and it was like, just like uh, this is either cringy or yeah, just unfair. It, it almost like, feels like that, and like the story is like whatever, and the, like the combat is okay. Like everything is about it is just okay. But I don't know for some reason, I really like this series. Like I actually am tempted to go back and play too, just so I can say I've played the ball. So I can far. say it's fun. There's puzzles. I don't know if there's any puzzles in three, but. Uh, I wouldn't say puzzle puzzles, but like you have to move objects to get to certain places Maybe that we're using powers. Like it's, it's one of those things like I definitely can acknowledge. It's not a great game, but for some reason it checks my boxes. I do appreciate the fact that the three seem to stand on their own in a sense. Like they're all similar, but, but they have their, like, yeah, like this is death's whole adventure. Right. And journey. This is wars, just huge fight. I know that he just, that whole game is just a big fight. Yeah, and the but... last one, if they do it, a fourth, I, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. It but would it... be the gun. Oh, they already, the other horseman shows up. Yeah, Strife. The and second they, they game, sh- Strife. And you get to see them all here, and it's just like, oh, that 
could be interesting. So if, there, if four comes out, I'm going to play it. But if they make a fourth one and you can play as all three of them, that'd be kind of cool. No, I want I want it. It's his story. I like that they're all they're well, all just, just putting that out there. But the addendum to my hold on, I will on the hard bros thing before you go <laughs> talk about your games. Uh, I did start Resident Evil Two on hardcore. Which was the what dumbest. A tremendous mistake yes. in my life. <laughs> it was not at all doable for somebody who's never played the game. No. Like, I mean, even so, if you played you gotta RE2. Know that. Like, it's, that's like, um, I, I always appreciate like when they when they give you an explanation. Mm. Yeah. Like and at the do. bottom when they're like hard for experienced players, but it's like hardcore, like only for masters of the game. I'm like, I'm, right. like, I'm not going to touch that then. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I don't, even, I don't even think that's like even a fair description. Like hardcore, at least for Resident Evil, it's you understand everything about this game and the map. Like, it, it is, like, <laughs> I was in the chat as I'm, I'm sending the message, but I wanted to get like on the phone and be like, don't do it. You're not gonna make it. Like, it's just Appreciate it's that. impossibly well, I quit hard. Twenty minutes in, I was not even. It wasn't even a question about how I should not. And chat even was like, God, Dan, you gotta. Yeah. No. Dan. Like, usually we're into you getting your butt kicked, but like, this is not. There's a time to heart not. bros. It's not every time. No. Maybe after I beat it once. Nope. I, I honestly, I honestly <laughs> think like it's because you really have to like the ammo it's conservation the speed run practice. Like it's the speed run practice run. That's what yeah, it like feels you, like. You just have to know how to get around, but like yeah. even. Like you need to know the puzzle so well. It's like, okay, I know this is the route to take to this. These are the you gotta be like those the way. people who are able to play Mario and jump and duck at the same time. <laughs> That's actually way easier now, Mario Maker. But Mark, I oh, did, I did, uh, I did cut you off. But oh. I will speak again in a second here. But Mark, can take us, take us out. Me topic, me topic, me topic. We are now enter our conversation about Sea of Solitude. Uh, spoiler warning, we will be spoiling uh, Sea of Solitude and all the That's things right. about it. So mm-hmm. if you were interested mm-hmm. in playing this game, this is your time, listener. Yep. Bail out. Get out of the ship. Pause. No, but no, no. T- don't tell him to go away. Tell him pause. No, get out of Leave here. Your computer. We don't oh, want God. you here. Oh, God. But then come back for the tastemaker. <laughs> I'll tap my head, listener, it's when so we get lonely. to the tastemaker. <laughs> but Dan, kick us off, Dan. When does Sea of Solitude? As you start laughing. <laughs> They got me. He got you in the belly. Sea of Solitude takes you on a personal journey of a young woman's loneliness. Set sail across a beautiful and evolving world where nothing is quite what it seems. Meet fantastical creatures and monsters, learn their stories, and solve challenges. Explore a flooded city either by boat, on foot, or by swimming through the water itself. But don't do that. Dare to look what lies beneath the surface in a haunting struggle of darkness and light and discover what it truly means to be human. Sure. Um, there are no popular user-defined tags for this product because it is on Origin on ah. PC. So we will come up with some of our own and you guys will fill in the blanks. So we got action. We got platformer. Uh, sure. Exploration. Uh, female uh, protagonist. Fe- thank you. Female protagonist. Um, Metaphorical. And- yeah, that's Dave's. Mark, what is your uh, additional? Monster Freckles. Oh, my God. Once again, on this list that exists, you guys nailed crushed it. it. <laughs> yeah, I, even even saying nailed it, nailed it. But you guys are... Oh. But Dave, I you know, I'm sorry. I, I have to confess. I read this from a website. Mm. Like, Not as well. You, could you please give a heartfelt description of what this game is? And So you awaken as like a black, scaly, monster-looking girl. 
and you try and find out what's going on. You do that by exploring the world around you. It is pretty much devoid of other characters. You And it's all metaphorical for dealing with these... Well, I know. There's other <laughs> characters, but it's like... it's There's no other like real people like you, as far as I saw. I maybe well, I didn't gameplay, other people. there's not really much interaction with other characters. All right. Do you do you do you considering the glowy lights to be well, people and not I, memories? I, I, get, I understood yeah. them as memories and not really people. I mean, I, I guess characters. going back to the tag of metaphor, nothing is really real. That's true. Yeah, yeah. To that point, you're you're inside mm-hmm. the mind of somebody of, dealing of with some stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, see, and, like I don't even know. If, I guess that's it's in her mind's. But I don't. I don't even so, know. So, all right. Well, maybe we should. Just, I don't know if. Mark, well, yeah. Let's so your, right, yeah, let's let's, let's kick it jump off. into kind of the metaphorness because I remember when it was originally the announced. You know, pull back the curtain or pull back the kimono, depending on the expression. Um, <laughs> when games come up that we think, okay, good podcast stuff. Usually, we'll note it somewhere. For me, when this game got released, I think it was a couple of years ago at EA when they were at um, E3. You know, I usually write that games I'm interested in. I highlight games in yellow. I'm like, that's something I'm really interested in. This was a game I highlighted in yellow. And, and I don't know. I th- what, what does yellow mean again? Yellow means Good. I really want to play it. Okay. <laughs> so I thought it was just such an interesting premise. Cause, what cause other I colors do you use? They're just yellow for important. Okay. And yeah, well, that's <laughs> like, yeah, so... Some are highlighted and some are not. Um, okay. So... And I, I remember the woman who was the head of the studio, um, just was, she seemed so heartfelt. You could tell this is a real personal story. And I love the idea. It's like, sometimes you become so lonely, you, in this world, you become a monster. And I thought that would like, imagine there was this world. So it's like, people are trying to fake happy and be happy because they know if they get really sad, they literally would turn into a monster. That's not what this game is. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. It's more about yourself and the state of mind that she feels she's in yeah she is in and then how she's projecting that onto the other forces in her life and how those are embodying like themselves as monsters loneliness and so and there's so much at work here it's so uncomfortable honestly it's so it's so uncomfortably honest the game gives you that trigger warning like look there's no replacement for therapy and just know that going into this experience, obviously the disclaimer is much better than what I just said, but it gives you one of those. And just as somebody who didn't know what this game was going in, I honestly didn't look into it. I, I saw that. I was like, oh, mm. okay. Mm-hmm. This is going to be one of those nights where I kind of wish I had a cocktail, even though I don't drink anymore. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> just to have but it what Yeah. So, well, so yeah, you play as Kay, this monster girl, like they've said, and you wake up on this boat and you're in this kind of, how what do you, what do you feel like sitting. the boat represents well i think they're you know bring up again the word the metaphor that this is all uh, all trying to now convey emotions and things so for me i guess the idea you know when you think about drowning mm. the idea of you trying to fight against this force that seems so overwhelming i felt so like like, like the, something like keeps the you boat was almost like a yeah almost like a security blanket because like it, 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 it was it kept you safe from the water yeah. and what was in there Right. And it always showed up right when you needed it, and it always showed up and and helped you not drown. Yeah. And I feel like everyone has something in their life that does that for them. That's and right. Was that's that prepared boat. to weigh them down. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> so, you know, everything, the metaphors keeping continues. So, you know, you're in this kind of beautiful pastelli city, but then there's this huge light and dark aspect. So Supposedly based on Berlin. I don't know. Oh, is that so? Well, I, I was, I I was wondering get, if the city was... I want to get to the Germanness of it a little bit later. But, okay. so, playing with the light and dark. <laughs> so, so, your, your vocabulary. The German yeah, you, everything tonight. can be, everything can be a Ness. Yeah, metaphorness and vocabularyness tonight. German dashness. <laughs> well, the lightness and the darkness. Um, so you know, as these dark creatures, and you're basically like you're. The game kind of starts off. You're trying to chase this version. It looks like you, but she's bright mm. and fluffy and it's happy. A, it's a lightness version of a lightness of you. <laughs> and so you're navigating through these dark areas using this flare that kind of tells you which way to go, mm-hmm. and as you kind of work through this, you're trying to bring light to different areas. And then you kind of counter yeah. these different creatures who represent different people in Kay's life, mainly her boyfriend, her brother, and her parents. Mm-hmm. If this game is an internal metaphor, so should we take that as these are not the actual people? They are I... just merely... Because then there's the other aspects which are pieces of herself. Like, it's hard to kind of draw the line. Is this an actual world where this is happening to people? Or is this really just all in her head? I feel like this is all representative of trauma that she still has to deal with. Because in life, sometimes yeah. you take on traumas. Maybe there's something you just haven't ever dealt with. You, you know, it's buried deep. And like, for example, she probably feels immense guilt for not being there for her brother when he was being bullied. Mm. You know, and there's and she, there she you have to deal with overcoming the trauma of of that guilt, you know. See, but then how how does that relate to... Because I think, going to... You mentioned the brother. I think mm-hmm. that was actually, I think, the strongest part of the narrative and the story. So each chapter kind of centers around one of these other quote-unquote monsters. Okay. Her brother is represented by this big crow thing. And mm-hmm. you end up, as you follow him, going to this school and then yeah. a gym. And you just get the idea, supremely, he's extremely bullied. There's a lot of bulliness going around. Get, and you're, get, and, you, and you, from the memories that you hear, it seems like you you were unavailable because you right. were too busy with your boyfriend. Yes. So, in so like he had his own kind of struggles and his own loneliness, and you were kind of the solution to that. And right. I th- now, were you gonna I was going to say, um, just to support the fact support the idea that these are all memories. I I believe that the game as a whole is about Kay forgiving herself. I think ultimately, but what I thought was kind of a disconnect between that sunny section and her parents section. Like I kind of saw his arc and how Kay's role in it. They've, it felt well fleshed out. But then comparing that to the later section with her dad and you're climbing the building and then her mom, kind of the octopus-ish thing. I thought mm-hmm. it kind of, those things in comparison, and the boyfriend, and those things kind of in comparison to the brother story kind of felt a little flat. Do you think that that's because that one was more relatable for you? I always thought it's like, I understood Kay's role in that arc yeah, much more than the others. But outside of guilt, there's no direct trauma for her there. You know, well, so I think like the the other the inc- victim the other was... in- yeah. 
the, uh, the other instances, perhaps it's a little bit more abstract and maybe a little bit more buried in mental illness because, like, you're not. It's it's. There might be a disconnect between what actually happens and what she was feeling, and that might be something that's hard to come across in in gameplay. And yeah, and, and and I'm glad you brought up the gameplay this because there. I also felt there was kind of inconsistencies with, you know, I think this game relates well to things like Rhyme and mm-hmm. what are some other things like JJ Macfield. Yeah, I I was thinking of JJ when I was. You know, oh, I was thinking this rhyme the whole time. Yeah, like, so there's the question of how does what I'm, because, you know, as a narrative, obviously it has the story beats, but then there's questions, how is what am I physically doing in the game relating mm-hmm. to the story? And I, I understood it with the brother where you're avoiding these bullies and things like that, but I think for everything else, it kind of just felt disconnected. Like, why am I climbing a building for the dad? Why, you know, because there's maybe the no, the nothing's never enough for dad. Well, I think that's that's a lot of searching. a lot of a lot of the metaphors were expressed in gameplay. Uh, I think mm-hmm. in that scene, one of the struggles, at least when you were dealing straight with her father, like not with her father and mother, but like when you're going through her father's section of that, mm-hmm. um, you've got her climbing this office building because she was always where's dad? Like he Why is he always in at an work? Office, yeah. He's always at work. Why is he always at work? So she's going to find him always being at work. And that, make, that's what I got ma- from that. Trying to make him atta- attainable. Yeah. And that was like her struggle. Like, well, where is he? I know where to go get him. And then I guess an for, office the, building. for his for the dad's issue. So like Sonny was being bullied. Her dad it just seemed like he felt very unsatisfied with his life, that his family took him away from his ambitions and that he couldn't. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was almost just like unfair to him almost, which I thought was a little, mm. and that's, he that's, was, not, he, was that's very, right. he victimized himself in, in, in the scenario of their family. Yeah. And that kind of caused the, them with the mom. And I almost just kind of felt bad for the mom. Cause it was like, you know, this mom is just trying to hold the family. Like what is her, where's her happiness in it? And then the boyfriend who comes much later, this kind of, I actually thought his was kind of interesting where it was just, there was really no reason for it. Like going back to the idea of mental illness, like he was just depressed and he tried mm-hmm. putting on a mask of everything is okay. So like the wolf was kind of hidden behind its white yeah. shell. This, this handsome, very elegant looking white giant wolf. Yeah. Strong. And beastly, then as he's like, kind of, then... yeah, he's just kind of it's like, there's something wrong with me. Like there's no reason for me to be sad, but I'm just sad. Right. And, and it, and that was really well done because it showed his mask and all the other creatures. They already had their like, not that they didn't have their own masks, but it showed like, you know, oh, this is a much different creature. It's white. It's different. Right. But the other ones are like black and dark and like gooey looking. And mm-hmm. and it's, then you realize that it is actually the same, just covered. I, wanna, and I, I, I thought that was really well done. I want to go back to that phrase that you said, like that was really well done. I think my biggest issue with the narrative and it sounds weird, but I almost feel like there was too much of it explained. Where okay. when I compare it to like Rhyme, where it had this layer of mystery and you're slowly uncovering things and making connections with things, like Kay is constantly talking and she's talking to these creatures and the creatures are complaining about their problems and issues. And I just, I kind of almost felt, because. And this is kind of a side note. I did not love the voice acting. Going back to the Germanness of it. Oh, really? Um, you know, oh. this is a German developer. Of the the voice actors are all speaking English, but they have these like heavy German accents. The the gym where you go to is it's labeled gym, but it's in German. 
Like I, it, it kind of reminded me of Metro Exodus. You know the accent sound German? Or I, it's uh, got it. There's I a heavy have... accent in it, or whatever it is. It's created by Joe May Games, by the way. This I think is the only German. game they've... Check their German. I think they're German. I'm looking it up. Whatever I'm it looking is. it up. I didn't think that their accent sounded German at all. I think it's German. <laughs> whatever Joe that accent May. is. I mean, they're not. I, I didn't hear the accent. I didn't have trouble. You guys didn't with hear the, the accent. Voice acting. Are you guys cray? Uh, <laughs> if anything, I. Th- <laughs> They're definitely not American. They're, They're definitely not American. Cool. And I, it always, it made me think of like Metro Exodus where I almost wish they were speaking in their native tongue and it was just subtitled. Like it just felt the, the, in the translation, it just, there was a, a discomfort I felt with the lines. That yeah, it's they're like, in Germany. Oh. Yeah. Like I, I almost oh, wish they were just speaking in German and then it was just, you know, subtitled in English. I thought it would have felt a little more authentic, but I just thought there was just so much explaining of these feelings as opposed to talking about like, just making me discover it a little bit more as opposed to you just spelling everything out for me. Uh, uh, that's how I felt about it. At least. I mean, I can appreciate, I, you know me, I love a silent narrative. I really do. Mm. Um, but I did appreciate the lack thereof with this game just because maybe of the frequency of silent narratives that I've played, but also um, it was, it was kind of, I don't know if the gameplay to... was strong enough to have it supported with it being more and, silent. And, and I, I agree with that. Yeah. Cause I think that, I think that the hugest issue is really, what are you doing in the game? There's not a lot, but at the same time, it's like, you try not to be in the water. But like, when you think about it, you try not to be in the water. Like, did you ever <laughs> that feel, is the whole game, isn't it? when you think about the title sea of solitude, did you ever feel alone? I, I, I didn't feel happy. Oh, uh, um, happy, but you ever feel alone? <laughs> I mean, I didn't feel like I had companions. I'll say that. Like, if if being around people who are against me, or at least feel like they're against me, is to not be alone, then I did not feel alone. But I definitely didn't feel like I had company. Does that make sense? I felt alone. Yeah, hmm. like. Yeah, I didn't feel like I, I had Because like, I felt like everything in there was all the thought. I, I interpret everything as thoughts and memories, which is like how I am when I'm alone. I'm always thinking about something. I'm so, you know what I mean? Like, mm. isn't, I don't walk around silent in my head. Yeah, you could definitely tell none of what was happening was happening outside of a memory. It was all It was all being replayed and she was playing it back. And even yeah, as kids, like, a lot of the I, dialogue I, is, you're right. It's just like thinking back to things. I remember with this. And, yeah. And she's navigating it and you're just helping her through it as the player. You're, I mean, you're navigating it. There's no disconnect in this game. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the whole game is like, you're hearing these things back. You're going through it in your head over again. What you could have done different. Sure. But also like, let me get through it. And then at the end of all of the segments, there was usually a, and, a and, and like the self beratement and stuff like that. Just she like, was not nice to herself. Yeah, like it was just, and, and there's, there's a special moments. We kind of get to the ending. Like there. So besides those characters, the things that are part of her, there is the sea monster thing, which mm-hmm. I kind of interpret as just her general depression. That was just, a yeah, it's, it's, I assume this, the other game I likened it to is Celeste. Hmm. Yeah. And I was yes. like, it's kind of like the that other version of her that's like, you it know, you're worthless, you know? Yeah. Why would yeah. you even... It's like, right, because it then there's the similar. other the other piece of her was that girl in a shell, which I kind of mm. took as... I wrote down her insecurity because she was extremely negative and calling you names yeah. and things like that. And she... And you're talking about the girl long legs and the creepy one that showed up a lot? Yeah, there's the long legs her. version and she sometimes she had the shell on, but eventually you break the shell. They're right. kind of leading to the ending after dealing with all these different 
characters and helping them come to terms with their mm-hmm. their feelings. Kay comes to terms at the ending by embracing the fish thing, embracing the shell girl and her lightness. And it's like all these pieces of her, none of them are necessarily good or bad. She needs to embrace mm-hmm. all of them to be Yeah, because you're not just the part that you can't pick and choose what part of you is you it's you're you're all of these things right right exactly and and, and yeah yeah we were gonna say that i was just gonna, like yeah it was just a whole story about her dealing with her but the game was positioned as if we were dealing with them but mm. just as with our own struggles in life we we often i wouldn't say a lot of our other people in our lives like we'll find reasons to get mad at them for things that mm-hmm. are more in our control than we sometimes know and it's impossible to feel that because of the mood and the situation and we'll always, we'll hardly ever, it's very hard to, to productively blame ourselves. It's always easy to like be mean, like Dave was saying with the braiding that she was doing to herself constantly. And mm-hmm. like that, this game is all about her just dealing with all of that. And that's why that warning exists in the beginning. Cause it's so relatable and real. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah and I don't know, like I, I agree. I think, and that's one of the things I really appreciated about this game. It's just this idea. It just feels very authentic. And this is a, a person who, who birthed this idea and just kind of laid it all out there. But I just, mm. I think I, maybe it's just my personal taste of how to tell a story. Mm. I just got off put by how much she's constantly talking about, or if you want to think of it, she's thinking about what she's seeing, what she's experiencing, how she's feeling. I, I kind of, would have rather to figure those things out through the gameplay, which we touch on. Not you, really. You're not worried it would have become like way too metaphorical. And well, I mean, this whole game is a metaphor. I mean, yeah, like, but yeah. like it, but you think it would have been like, well, I mean, what do you think about it? So the environment of drowning and her looking for light, you know, I think you guys maybe see some things about like the different characters, why their settings are the way they are. Like the gameplay, I, you know, even like she's trying to find the little, mm black things and she puts them in her backpack it's like her holding on to baggage that she now needs to carry around do do you think the choice of monsters was metaphor enough for you no and i I liked the concept of it and like especially one thing i was even mentioned like with the brother like i thought for for monsters they were so emotive and i I think that goes into the general design of this game like it's a visually Mm. stunning game it's beautiful I love the way the colors play off each other. I thought, it, you know, the animation, her K is a little clunky, I think, to move around at points. But, like, I, the bird brother of Frasati totally reminded me of Trico. And not as yeah, good as Trico. He was, but, like you were saying before, he was the most striking one because it was this big, hulking crow mm-hmm. with this weak kid voice. Yes, and, like, and he would get just, close to his face and you could just see it on him. It was such a contrast. Yeah. It, it was such a good contrast. It's, and that, I, yeah, I just thought like design wise and visually like the, the, the look of this game is there, but I just mm-hmm. I just kept I, I, don't know, I wanted her to stop talking. I just felt like she was just hammering the nail mm-hmm. on the head every section of the time. Okay. And it makes sense because if she's not talking, what is really engaging you? There's not much happening like comparing it to something like Rhyme, where there are intricate puzzles and collectibles that really add mm-hmm. to the story like those uh, things aren't really there it's mm. it's a kind of almost a glorified walking sim i think for the most part yeah gameplay wise i'll say i like the game overall but i will say the platforming sections could have felt more um 
the word desperate like i didn't feel like i was really in danger i just had to time my jumps and my moves to platforms correctly yeah against the fish that was it once you figured that out that gameplay element you pretty much have the game's challenges figured out and and with that the, the checkpoints it's so forget which i think is probably for its benefit because if you were really repeating the same sections over it would have been painful but like if you it fall have been, yeah. yeah if you fall in the water and get eaten by the whale fish thing you basically just start off on the shore that you jumped off of and it's like oh right. here i am again it's like okay yeah but I, I, to that point i do think the game's whole goal was to i mean i hate to say it beat you over the head with the story because yeah. mm-hmm. that's what it set out to do it was like we have a story to tell it is not going to branch off from the story compared to the gameplay right and, and we, let's just get the player through it and tell them our story because that's the most important part of mm-hmm. this game I just I think the phrase I keep thinking of is I rather they showed more than tell they just I feel like just told me everything like you know what actually makes me think of like um uh Edith Finch where we had all these like dramatic different gameplay elements but there was a, a very clear distinction of why you're doing what you're doing and how that plays a role in that person's story so like um you know, the brother at the end, spoilers for you to finish, but the, the fish and the monotony of the cutting it, yeah. how that makes him feel it slowly bleeds into, uh, you know, his daydream and stuff like that. Um, you know, the the guy underground with the, the cans and he's doing that over and over as time plays. Like, the structure of that game lends itself more into that way. But I just mm. felt the story there's not enough in the environment or like especially like the collectibles did you guys look for the collectibles at all they're the bottles and then i forgot the, the seagulls oh yeah i tried to get them all I, I wasn't going back though i didn't there's not a lot of backtracking you can do yeah i um, i used the walk there because i was like let me I, I was worried that i was gonna miss something if i missed the collectibles yeah. there's which no, you would have because i was looking around as i was playing yeah sure like they, i mean they're not terribly hard to find but they're if you're not actively looking for them like it's pretty easy to pass some stuff the seagulls have absolutely no purpose just you just there's shoot. no that's what i was wondering Nothing. so you got everything yeah and then for there's the no bottles ending plus now like the message in the bottles are like clearly written from from her and like kind of like her th- you know being lonely and casting out this voice that she's hoping but they don't really reveal anything that i think is meaningful it's just again okay kind of added to that same point where I, I felt it's like you're hitting the same notes over and over i get it i get it after so mm. much time it's mm. just the same and not that it's not important and to bring up the different ways these feelings affect her but i don't know i just felt there was a more effective way to tell the story than so, it was told just to not to i just want to get to the root of this because i feel mm. like it's very interesting do you think the game was too long no, because I think if it went on longer, it definitely would have dragged. But was it too long already? Like, do you think that you had, you already understood the story? No, you just for, heard it for, three or four different ways. I mean, I, I think there are certain sections that probably could have been curtailed a little bit. But I think for what it, with the different sections and the different monsters, like I, I, I never, when I finished it, I wasn't like, oh, that was too quick Thank God that's I, yeah but right. i get i never there's no zero percent of games i ever think oh that was too quick well i guess that's maybe it's not true well but, I, I beat it in a sitting and i thought it was like the perfect length yeah it, it, it feels the right along length i think i my biggest kind of reservations about it is just how the story was communicated yeah. as opposed to 
I just wanted to discover more as opposed to being told more by just going from point to point. I think that's how I felt. What about like, did you wish like the bottles had more volume? Yeah, because it doesn't really feel rewarding. I mean, there was no insight to her or what was happening that those really revealed. It was just, mm. and some of them honestly kind of almost felt inane. It's like, I don't what know if they were you... like therapist comments back? That see, what an interesting idea. Where somebody, the things that someone was telling her to think about and that we could relate that to what she's saying. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, you're, you're constantly, well, think about this. You're constantly being like, maybe certain situations are brought up that she sees one way yeah. that someone's viewing another. That's And, the, and that's the advice that she's being given yeah. back. And that these are the things that she has to grab onto and find in the world. That's a very, that's a cool idea, Dave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of, I don't really have any other big points. Is there any other points yeah. you guys want to bring up? I mean, uh, in spite of how you felt about it, I really do think this game is worth playing for for everyone. It's not very difficult, and the story has a, has a good message that's a little hard to swallow. But if you can take it, I think it really is kind of fulfilling to do so. Uh, it's short enough, and it's it's pretty enough. So I think that um, I just think it was important. Mm. Not maybe as important <laughs> as um, Hellblade. Hellblade. But, but important, for sure. What about you, Dave? Well, Hellblade does something different. Hellblade's trying to make you feel what it's like to be psychotic, essentially. Yeah. See, and yeah. I yeah. think that's... For a, for a medium this game like is video more like games... A, a, about a journey through somebody's depression. Right, and I didn't feel it through the gameplay as much as just being told it, I think was okay. how I felt. So you feel like, not like how... You felt like you were overcoming something in Celeste. You didn't feel you didn't feel that here. Yeah, see, like even bringing that that idea, it's like, you know, her overcoming her anxieties and her self doubt ties in with the gameplay of you trying to climb this mountain. It perfectly spoilers for Celeste when you get towards the top. You know, it gives you the number. It's like seven more to go, six more to go. It's like you. It's so hard. You're feeling. I need. I. I just have to keep going. Get to the top for this. It's just moving from point A to point B and it was just a failure of the gameplay and the narrative well, maybe that's what life is like for this person what the failure of life just no just getting then... just every day is a struggle just gotta get from point A to point B yeah but see that if every to get try to get into point A to point B because everything is a struggle it should have felt like a struggle getting from point A to point B as opposed to I shoot I mean, the flare in the air. It tells me where I got to go. I got to get there. Yeah, but maybe that's what's so upsetting is that even though it's it's I I can as clear as day see where I'm supposed to go, it's actually still a struggle for me to do it. But well, maybe this, you, you feel like the game didn't have enough struggle in it. Yeah, I mean, but if that's what it was trying to get across, like I, I just think I go back, I guess, to put my final step on it. Like I... I love the idea of this game and I think mm-hmm. visually it's so striking and I think there's so many really great things about it, but I feel like it just failed. So you to wanted hit its... a little, more, a little less talking and a little bit more struggle. I think the, the story overcompensated for poor gameplay, for, for weak, gameplay. which made the yeah. story itself less, I think, interesting. The, I, mm. I'll say they didn't, I guess to follow up, your final with my final is that um, what I do understand from your your words now is that you know in video games when they slow you down on purpose mm-hmm. and they make you feel like you're slogging through through stuff mm-hmm. um, they might have wanted elements like that to maybe tell you this is hard even if you are moving 
in a straight line. You're still you're being pulled back. I mean, there were parts by... where you're walking through waist high water, and you That's true. and you move slower. But the, yes. but not slow enough for for Mark's liking. <laughs> no, but let's say that like I don't need the game. Which to is like, this yeah. is an interesting thing because like when when you think about some um, time in a game when you move slowly, I always think about Journey, and I think about that part where you're like going up the mountain, you just can't can't seem to move any faster in the cold. From I hate the guy that, I hate I hate that game. Still don't understand it. I, I will also follow. I don't. Well, anyway, uh, all that said, I. But I'm saying think, that moment in that game, I hate. I hate. Yeah, that. Journey was. Journey is a ten. Anyway. A negative ten. Negative ten. Well, but it, it, I mean, you know, it's it's CSL dude, definitely hard to play for me, uh, and and I, I like that about it because I finished it. And I learned more about K, and I learned I, I liked the way the game made me eventually feel like, like she needed to face what she was dealing with, mm-hmm. and the game does this thing where it like puts the enemies, I should say the the monsters in front of you, and like you feel like blaming them, and then eventually you you don't blame anyone, you just realize that it's got to be handled the right way. Right. And that's what this game is about. Is about handling it all the right way. Worth supporting. We need more games yeah. where you don't mm-hmm. shoot stuff. <laughs> Bob. Agreed. Um, but we're, we're not going to shoot anything. The we're not going to shoot anything maker. in this trivial tastemaker. So. No, we're not. Although, if we were, I'd probably... Be Although, more, maybe I, I should do that, because I'm never going to score a point ever again in the tastemakers. Am I going to win them? Look, you're going to win tonight, okay? We'll say. Okay. Uh, scoreboard, Mark... Zero as usual. Dave three, because he's a beast, and uh, Dan one. So uh, if Dan great. wins tonight, next week could determine where he could tie Dave. If I win tonight, I clinch the silver monkey for Dave because this is Dave's tastemaker for tonight. So you block me from blocking Dave. I yes, if I win. Please, like I said, I said it last time. Listen, this is I need moral I- wins at this point. I would throw. I would like to point point out don't throw because I will I would like to point out that Dan always wins in tiebreakers. It's true. Dan is very Ooh. good in the clutch. He's like Tom Brady. I got, so I got please, the clinch. Please do not do that to me. I, I'm gonna try my darndest. But what are we doing tonight, Dave? Okay, so what I have for you mm. is a red herring, a la a la Dan style. Mm. It's but, infectious. Yes, mm-hmm. and I what I I looked into our history of gaming, and I was like, oh, "What is no. a what is a game that we've all sank like countless hours into?" Overwatch. And I was like, "You know what? We've all played a lot of Skyrim." Oh, oh, we oh, have. And what oh. does Skyrim have everywhere? It's books. Oh my god. <laughs> And what First I have all, here, Dave, what? Go on. No, uh, the delivery of the word books. Tenet, I've never heard I kinda, better. I would have, if you gave me a hundred guesses to guess what you were going to say, that would have been not one books. of those hundred books. <laughs> the, but the children love the books. Um. <laughs> all right. Well, let, take us away, Mr. Gribble. What, what okay, do you have? Okay. So what I have for you are titles of books that you can find in Skyrim. Oh, this That's is good. so funny. Okay. Right. And um, one of these is going to be real for each section uh-huh. of three. And two of them are going to be fake. And you guys are going to guess which one's the real one. Okay. You just okay. put, like, I mean, pull back the kimono, like Mark said. You just pull made this kimono. before the podcast? Yeah, yes, I did. Good for, good for you. Well, I thought about I this on the, on the ride back from. Oh, uh, all right. You had a solid but, two and then I had, but then I had to actually get to a place where I could type it all up. 
Your phone? Your phone? Oh, yeah. No, I couldn't really. I wanted more, I more of a multi-window. Uh, <laughs> I understand. Well, I'll, I'll, let me not distract you from yeah, the main yeah, event yeah. here. So, <clears throat> so, we have 16 Accords of Madness. 16 Accords of Madness? Mm-hmm. 14 Articles of Insanity. <laughs> and 19 Stories of Lunacy. Um, Which one is the go. real one? Um, does it matter who goes first? No, it doesn't really matter. Oh, I guess, yeah. I'll, I'll you guys I'm can... going for B. I'm going for number two there. I want the, uh, the chords. That's the real one. We're looking yes. for the real one. one. Okay. Let's see a chord one. All right. Okay. The first point goes to Mr. Magro. Yes. Dang. Come on. Accords is so Accords Skyrim. Accords of That's madness. That's so Skyrim. <laughs> the Accords oh. of Madness. Uh, okay. I'll take my point. Thank you. Okay. Boop. And the here is my second set is... Imperial Testaments. That's not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> what did you... Oh, oh my God, I keep going. Argonian Account Argonian. or Dunmer Chronicles. Uh, again, going for choice number two. I, I feel yeah, like right. Dunmer sounds familiar. I'm going Dunmer. I mean, mm-hmm. go on. It is Mar... Dan takes this one because it's oh. the Argonian Account. Argoni- just for full clarity, the Dunmer are in the game. Yes, okay. these are. Stuff. I'm using real. What races is the Argonian? Are those the lizardmen? Yes, the Argonians mm. are the lizardmen. The Dunmer are the like dark elves, and the okay. Imperials are just. Alright, tied up. The... Yes, and okay, so yes. we have <clears throat> brief history of the Empire, brief. liturgy of the Khajiit, mm-hmm. or Nordic mythology. Oh. This is so good. This is a good taste maker. Um, I'm not choosing first this time. Why, why don't you it's do not it? the last one. Let's read the first thing. Brief history of the empire and liturgy of the Khajiit. No, brief history of the empire. Yeah, I'm doing that one too. You are both correct. Yeah. Yeah, but now uh, I'm in the lead. So no, you're not. You're, it's no, two it's two. tied two to two. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I am in movies. Addition <laughs> is the <difference. laughs> Alright, next one. Alright, next one is Mythos of Jorgen Daraloth. Oof. That's a mouthful. Can Shark Foul with Testimonials? <laughs> Can I get and, a spelling on that now? And Charwish Kongling Letters. Oh, I'm going for that one. I want to see. Kongling Letters. That sounds familiar, but so did the Dunmar one. Could you read the first two, please? Mythos of Jürgen Daraloff. Storgen Morgan. <laughs> and the second one was Ken Chark Falwith Testimonials. This is beautiful. And the other one was Charwich Conlinge Letters. I feel like it's the third one, but for the sake of being different, I'm going to say the second one. Yeah, well. So you're okay, both so... you're both saying that... So no, I said the Dan third one. Dan said the third Mark one, second. and Mark is... For, just to be different is going with the second one and yes. thus he has taken a point away from oh, himself. Oh, snap, Dan. Oh, snap. Away from himself? Yes, yeah. Dan, you got it right. Oh, yeah. I got I got too excited. You got I hosed. Got, I got hosed. You got you got you well, got you know, I'm just trying to try to break some okay. drama into this. Here we go. A here now. is Wolves of High Rock. 5 is I mean Five. A is <laughs> A dance and fire. I read my um, row instead of my column before. So. <laughs> <Got it. laughs> 
And uh, C would be Thrashing Waters. I'm going with Dance of Fire. Is that the second one? That is, that, was, that was B, A Dance of Fire. That's what I was thinking. Well, well, I don't want to pick it now. I got to um, catch up. What was the first well, one? I don't know if that's the play, but I'm not your... No, it's the play now. <laughs> What's the first one again? Uh, Thrashing Waters? Or Wolves of High Rock, I think I said first. Wolves Let's of go High Wolves Rock. of High Rock, baby. Okay, well, oh. you've, d- you've done it again. Dan oh. is correct. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I know the answer, yet I keep picking that's wrong. That's the thing. I don't, like, instead of going against me, go for yourself. That's what, mm. I, that's what I'm thinking. Well, you're picking ahead of me. If you let me pick first, this wouldn't have been a All problem. Right, from now on, Mark is collecting first. Mark, Thank you. Go first. I don't right. think it will matter since Mark Dan has four points and you have two. How many are left? <laughs> I have three. Three left, but I was saving one we for can... a tiebreaker. But you know what? Let's we'll just do see. the rest three. We'll see where we are. All right. The rest one. three. The remaining three. The rest three. <laughs> All right. Um, a Crusades of Morrowind. Um, B Forgotten Dagger in Cyrodiil, or C Last Scabbard of Akrash. Oh, this is such this, a good one. This is a good one. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm not gonna say which one I think it is. I, I want the second one with the dagger. You want forgotten dagger in Cyrodiil. I want to know about that dagger. Okay. I want C. I want the last one. Dan is right again. Dan read all the books in Skyrim. Clearly. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. What's his face from? Uh, no, that dude that did that polygon thing. He uh, did it. Who? <laughs> um. Jason. What's his name? No, no B. I know is BPJ or something like that. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Anyway, I don't want to look it up because it might be last two days. Well, so Dan is uncatchable, but we'll still finish him off. Let's finish him off. A. Scourge of the Gray Quarter. Mm. B. Rituals of Vampirism. Or C. Guild Symbols Compendium. It's got to be the second one. It's got to be. Can, can you give me the choices once more? A. Scourge of the Gray Quarter. B. Rituals of Vampirism. Or C. Guild Symbols Compendium. I'm going to go with Guild Symbols Compendium. It is Scourge of the Grey Quarter. Oh. Uh, uh, a zero for us. All right. Last mm-hmm. one, Dave. Sure. The last one is How to Cook Cave Bear, <laughs> <laughs> so- Songs of the Return, and How to Eat Ice Troll. Well, clearly it's got to be A or C because they're so similar. How to Eat Ice Troll. I'll go with the oh. troll. Let's eat that troll. Songs of the Return was the second one? Mm-hmm. It's generic. Yeah, but it's good. Who's returning? It, the Messiah? Remember, this is a red herring. There's a scent, and he's trying to throw you. I'm going for B. Dan is on point. All right, Dan. I was totally... I was like, I'm going to play mind games and give them two how-to-eat stuff. Well, I fell hook, line, and sinker. Mark was they like, take the bait. it's got to be a how-to-eat. Why would they put two of them? I put two cookbooks. <laughs> well, I guess this works out best for the podcast because now mm. next week we'll determine whether Dave gets his eighth silver monkey or if Dan sneaks it out. Just but then what it. happens? What do you mean? Tiebreaker. I'll come up with a tiebreaker. Are all my silver monkeys tiebreakers? Yes. I wonder. Yes. <laughs> the direct and oh man. But uh, since I'm, I'm super eliminated, I will come up with. The, you are now the game master. I Mark. will be the game you master, the so maker. I will have the taste maker for next week. And if you win it, I will have the silver monkey, uh, some. So are we silver monkey showdown. Death or what? I'll figure it What's... out. Okay. Be less bloody. But what is uh, not bloody at all is you, listener. Listener, <laughs> you did it again. Listen, we hope not. 
Oh, you're hoping. Yeah. We really hope you're fine. Keep those knees not skinned, but you yeah. made it to Don't the end. Don't go skateboarding Don't without that, proper protection. Because you listen to the end of the Dicer Machine Skin Club podcast. We have you're one episode done. left in the season. Uh, Forever. Then we're no, no. <laughs> we're shooting the podcast. podcast it's over. The uh, we have Undertale coming up, which will be it'll be interesting. Delta, Delta Room. Oh, right. Sorry. You maniac. <laughs> it's Delta Room. Well, it has nothing up. to do with Undertale. Well, we're going to talk <laughs> probably not... a little bit about Undertale. And it's yeah, well, a special game for us because that was part of the Forgotten Season. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. But we won't forget. We won't forget. We won't ever forget. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But that will be next time. Uh, meantime, if you like this podcast, let us know. Give us some reviews, some stars on your podcast service of choice. Uh, you can always reach us to us in the Twitters, uh, Dino underscore machines. I'm at Macrocrack. I'm at Zombie underscore Pirate. And I'm at Dino Mac. Talk to me about video games on the internet. Please, please, please do. Please, please do. And also find me on Twitch. Maybe sometimes Mark and Dave will come on my Twitch channel and, and play it's Monopoly true. with me on Twitch yes, again. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Dan has ch- challenges us to a rematch of Monopoly. I really want to play Monopoly. I'll play Monopoly again. That was good times. All right. Perfect. I forgot how we did that, that was though. a lot easier. Than I, well, it was then good. Start fresh. <laughs> Some sort of technology setup. But that will be a future oh, date. Until then, mm. listener, uh, good day. Good evening. Good Goodbye. night. Goodbye. Goodbye.